From Struggle to Strength. Today, I'm very happy to have Danika with me. Welcome, Danika. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So Danika, tell us what you are passionate about and why. Well, since I was a little girl, I wanted to be a teacher. And I love to read and write. I used to write poetry all the time. And I knew that one day I'll be a teacher. And God is my witness, you know. <laughs> I follow my passion, <laughs> my dream. And I've been over 30 years a teacher. I finished college for biology, chemistry. It wasn't my first choice. But I finished and I've been teaching since but the past few years, I've been incorporating mindfulness, yoga, meditation, kindness, all of that. And it's like, oh, that is my passion. I just want to touch lives, especially kids. Mm. So what level do you teach? When I came in America, I started preschool because I did the nine. Oh, wow. Yes, <laughs> I started learning more about English I would jump in middle school high school now I am everybody from kindergarten to eighth grade okay yes that's quite the spread <laughs> yeah I love it I love variety it is very beautiful because I cancel right now I teach emotional social support and but most of that is mindfulness that I'm incorporating on in the classrooms. So I teach them tapping, breathing, kindness, positive affirmation, positive self-talk and have changed the environment and the mm -hmm. culture is cool. And I'm very happy about that. That's wonderful, especially nowadays when mental health is such a struggle for many people. Correct. And I I am very excited and they give me that choice to, to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. So share a bit of your story about some of the difficult events that you have experienced in your life. Oh, where can I start? <laughs> so I grew up in Albania and a third world country and it was communist uh, regime at the time that I was born. And until uh, I was 21, you know, when become Democrat country was communist, socialist. And but um, and it was so much it was no freedom to make choices, to speak up for yourself. And uh, I think like we please the governor and the leaders and everybody else, then we forgot how to prioritize our needs and emotions and feelings. We're like a jailed in our own body and mind mm. and it, it was very very hard because I didn't know that everybody was in the same boat but when I started mindfulness and when I came in America I was like whoa it was like a, a different world you know mm -hmm. so uh, that was one number two some struggles. I was born in a family of wonderful parents, which they give birth to six kids. Mm. But life wasn't very fair. So along the way, I lost three brothers mm. and I have two sisters. And that was a very painful to see my parents to go through that pain experience to see each other losing the brothers and you know brothers are always your shield and protector and you look up to that and I'm the oldest of three sisters so you become 
a big sister and a mother and a friend to your parents then struggle through that. So that experience uh, was an eye-opening for me and my family, how not to take life for granted, mm-hmm. how to be grateful for every second because life is not in your hand and is a gift. So we have to live every day with kindness and gratitude and compassion because and don't not to live with regret because it come and goes so fast we think then we're going to be here forever but it goes really fast it does it really does i think people in other countries don't take life as much for granted as we do in north america i spent some years in africa and i know over there i mean it's like you said you never know when life is going to be taken from somebody but in North America, we seem to take life so much for granted. It is. And uh, it's like uh, when I came in here, uh, I was like puzzled because we wake up in the morning, eat the breakfast, eight o'clock, you start to work and you finish the work. We park the cars. No, then we have car or taxi when we got married. It was no car in there. It was buses <laughs> and train. <laughs> but... We used to walk everywhere. Here is everything with car. I feel like we like um, we start the engine and that is, and we turn the engine off and that's it. Wake up, run, and come back. Rest and go again. Mm-hmm. Vacation. We had a year. Like uh, when you become parent, you stay for a year at home. Half half pay three years. And I was like, whoa! You you give birth in here and you go within three months to go work. It was like so many things that I opened my eyes and it was like, I had to change my my lifestyle. I have to start from the beginning because I didn't know English when I came in here. No one word English. I know Italian and French and Albanian, but nothing. And it was a lot to adjust, but I made it. <laughs> and <Yay. laughs> I got married. I have my daughter live for five years in Caribbean. My ex-husband is from Erie, Pennsylvania, where I live. The marriage didn't go really well. So mm-hmm. I got divorced 15 years ago. And that was the last damn struggle. Mm-hmm. Then it took my spiritual journey. It was it was hard. Mm-hmm. And I, my daughter was seven and I raised her by myself. Mm-hmm. So... Lots of things that are hard, but you are a survivor and you are thriving. So good yeah. for you. Thank you. You know what? Uh, I am so grateful for every experience, actually. Mm. I don't wish anybody to lose a son, a daughter, a child, or the loved one, but we are not in control of that. Mm-hmm. I think because of the struggles in obstacles uh, I learned how to survive and thrive mm-hmm. and to be more compassionate and grateful mm-hmm. and to push myself to open my to release my dreams and to give them my dreams the voice and bring them alive because I was keeping inside with that fear am I good enough who is going to believe me I'm Albanian I am new in America no if you have a dream and you know how to speak it how to breathe it how to connect with people people then uh, uh, resonate with your story 
they go and follow you, love you, appreciate you, embrace you. Mm. And so we are not the cup of tea for everybody. But if you are for one, at least at, at that person is going to enjoy the sunset and that cup of tea. And that is my mission. If I can change one one woman, one life, one student, one person, mm. I have made a difference in this world. Mm-hmm. So you've talked a little bit about how your struggles have made you stronger. What doors or opportunities have those struggles opened for you? Many, many doors. Because um, with that said, I wanted to share my story and touch many lives. So the very first thing four years ago, uh, I connected with Global Woman and uh, Mirella Sula is the founder of that in London. And um, when I went and joined a summit, I absolutely love it. It was Les Brown on the stage, <laughs> Sonia Striblin, uh, Bill Walsh, and so many amazing people. My sister had to go in New York and she said, come with me. I said, no, no, no. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm a teacher. She said, you have to come with me. Your dream is to write, to be an author. You mm-hmm. always write poetry. You are born to talk. And I was like, okay. The moment then I saw every speaker on a stage, I had this, this cold in this urge inside me. Mm-hmm. Donica, you belong in there. And it was that aha moment. I was like so live. I came home the very first week. I put the name on my business, mindfulness with purpose. I for an entire year I wanted did community service. Every organization then was a woman organization for the kids, open mindfulness. I was teaching in school. I connected with every wellness center. I was no stopping. I don't know how God aligned it, everything. And I was like, hold on, I need to rest. But it connected me locally and globally mm. within many groups. So I I was recognized by the International Society of Female Professional like a couple of years ago for um, my service, you know, uh, from the mayor of the a city for uh, bringing mindfulness and impacting the the education of Erie, bringing the, the the culture from Albania and my work ethic, recognized by the uh, governor of Pennsylvania for my work ethic. I got um, a big as uh, like a saving life awards because I've spoke about anti-bullying and I'm a big advocate about anti-bullying so you know things one thing lead to the other and I love what I do I really do but most compassion being a mother like that is my gift that is my purpose why I came here to learn unconditional love how to give and receive and my daughter is my you know the universe our children are some of our best teachers aren't they they are they are yeah. So you said that you learned a lot through your struggles. What advice do you have for people who may be going through grief or loss or bullying or divorce? What would you say to those people? Um, one thing that I want to say, always love yourself. Mm. Number two, people will come and go in your life. 
the one that love you will be happy for you to see you rising mm. and thriving. So never lower your standards to make somebody happy. You raise your standards mm -hmm. so you find the right people to come and applaud you and, and a cheerleader cheer you up. So understand that at the end of the day, if you reach success, you go and be that a hero, superwoman, supermother for your kids, super teacher for your student, a hero for another woman that is struggling, a voice in the spaces that we go. So every day, invest in yourself, how to become the best version of yourself and don't give up. Nothing happened to you. It happens for you. Because if you don't have struggles, you never go and see the other side of the rainbow. You know that path of gold always <laughs> wait for you, but you have to travel like Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. Mm. And you discover who your friends are, how to encourage them, how to love them for who they are, and come back home to yourself. Because home is always you. Mm. That's great advice. So often those of us who are more soft-hearted and caregivers, we tend to put everybody else first. And Correct. sometimes we don't look after ourselves. But Correct. the old adage of you cannot look after other people if you don't look after yourself is so true. Yes. And um with that said, when I opened my business, I called mindfulness with a purpose because I saw how brainwashed we were in Albania. He's uh, like, we did, we were like robots. We were like, um, our, we were programming our mind to look alike, <laughs> act alike, to follow the rules, never have the voice to do it. And I said, we'll come a day when I'm going to be that voice and I'm going to speak up for that because everything starts in your mind. Mm -hmm. Everything that you plant in your mind will grow. I always say mind is like garden. You can grow wheat or you can grow flowers. Yes. The brain is like ocean. If you more than you study, more you educate yourself, more you develop that brain and more you can give to others. So never forget how important you are and uh, keep that mind strong. Tell yourself, I deserve it. I'm good enough where I am and plan every day. But if you don't read, if you don't learn from others, if you don't collaborate, you're going to be stuck. Mm -hmm. Your mind grow when you grow. Mm -hmm. so if you don't give it, what you're going to get back to yourself? What you're going to give back to others. Mm -hmm. so always invest in yourself. Investment, knowledge is investment. Health is your wealth. Kindness is the highest prize. The, high, the best gift you can give to yourself. Kindness, gratitude, and compassion. Mm. So they are very, very important. This is why I say mindfulness. A mind full of 
gratitude, of knowledge, of peace and serenity, bring the awareness to the world. Hey, slow down. Take mm-hmm. a deep breath. Go out in the nature. Take mm-hmm. care of your body and your soul. Sleep well. Eat good. Speak positive. <laughs> because that negativity, the gossiping, the envy, they are low energy and it block the gifts. You are here to relieve and release these gifts. Mm-hmm. But when you stay in negative environment with negative people, you take you give your blessings to mm-hmm. the wrong places. Mm-hmm. So always check your environment, check who your friends are, find like-minded people, love your family. If if friends are not for you, say goodbye. You know, I'm moving to the next level. Mm-hmm. It's like to come with me, come and learn. If you don't, don't stop me to grow. Right. Same with the family. Some mm-hmm. members don't like it. But if you do, is your mission, is your passion, is your purpose, follow. Don't stop. Because, you know, Les Brown always say the richest place is the graveyard because people take their knowledge and <laughs> they gifts in the graveyard. And, you know, they come around, we call around uh, wonder soul because they wonder, oh, my God, I should have been there and there and there. But, you know, open your mouth, open your heart, share your gifts, you know, you can, they are your values and you can be blessed with that. It doesn't matter monetary, emotionally, you connect with people, you build a relationship, you collaborate with others, but they are their gifts. This is why they are given to us. We have so much fear of people judging us, not accepting us who we are. No, it's in your mind. It's right in here. It's nowhere. Your heart is pure, pure gold. It's light. It's like, go out there. Everybody's soul is light. Mm. Share your light. Share your passion. Mm-hmm. So good. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, I want to tell one thing. If you have a dream, follow. You don't have to wait to be ready mm. to go after your dream. You are ready when you had that idea. If you lay down during the night and this idea, this dream, it wakes you up in the middle of the night with excitement, you know then is your calling. Don't go to sleep and think, I didn't make money. Do it to serve others because the blessing come after there. Mm. If you go after money, you're not going to see your dream develop. But if you go and open, after abundance about service, kindness, and, and serving others, then are not there to give you what you expect. Maybe that I, I think I'd rather wait for all the blessing at once than a, a, a water drop. I wait every day, you know, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I'd rather have a big blessing to come. Mm. And if you have a dream, always visualize, manifest it, breathe in and release it to the universe. 
universe brought us here in this planet Earth as chosen. We are chosen to inspire others to share our wisdom. And when we live from here, we leave a legacy behind. So your legacy is the love that you leave, the words that you share, your presence, your time. So don't think that being rich is, is the best thing to be. Being rich mm. inside you, being rich in your heart, or attract the money. Don't ever underestimate the power of manifestation. Mm. Gratitude and kindness always rewards you the highest. Mm. Can't take money with us, can we? Nope. <laughs> you have one one mouth to eat, one small belly, one you need a bed to sleep. We don't need many, but we get so caught up on that. He has, she has, I want more. Simple life is the best life. The energy flow, the mind is clear, the body go rest well. I remember our pastor saying that he was laughing because they were traveling somewhere and they stopped at a, behind this vehicle and it was an old station wagon that was falling apart. And on the back, there was a bumper sticker. I don't know if you've heard the expression, but keeping up with the Joneses. So making sure that you buy everything that they have. And on the back of this old station wagon was this bumper sticker. You've just caught the Joneses. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. You know what? At the end, I'd rather have a van and travel because I love to travel and see the world and experience the life and make memories than build a big castle than I can afford it. So... It is so much in the world to go and explore and bring that experience mm -hmm. and bring the experience back to where you live and share with your kids and grandkids. Mm -hmm. Traveling is uh, an education that you can't get any other way. To me, I travel all the time, traveling, writing poetry, singing, dancing, walking, yoga, meditation, journal, everything. I I am to a point in my life that I don't regret anything. I did everything that I wanted and is more to discover, but I'm allowed in life to unfold in front of me. I'm not going to chase it. I'm going to let the life to come to me this time. I learned how to rest and be in peace and allow life to un unfold in front of me. Mm. So what's the best way for people to connect with you, Danica? Um, uh, via email is uh, coachdonica at gmail.com they can contact me um, if they want to have service I offer one-on-one -on -one healing energy I do cord cutting I do build their uh, programs uh, if they want coaching or anything else, but they can go in my website, donicagunther.com and in any social media <laughs> from Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, everywhere. You just, if you want to DM me, DM and um, WhatsApp, the same thing, you know. I appreciate what you have to share with us and I wish you all the best. I'm very grateful for your time and inviting me. And I send in you love and light. 
and all the bless blessing in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Rick Allison said, you can either learn from your own mistakes or from someone else's. So what would you rather do? Would you rather make your own mistakes and waste a lot of time and money and frustration? Or would you rather learn from someone who has made mistakes already and can save you time and money and provide a system and strategies to help you get where you want to go? I am a book coach. I help entrepreneurs write publish and profit from their books. And I can help save time, save money, and provide those systems and strategies that you need to get your book written, to get your book published, and to get your book into the hands of people who are waiting for it. If you'd like to learn more, I invite you to sign up for a free strategy session with me. You can find that on my website at Ruth. L. Snyder.com.